Yep. What up? What's up? What it look like, people? Yo, welcome back. Welcome back. To the Keep It A Seat No Podcast. Yep. I'm Tone. It's Brown, my man. What Always. Up, back again. Thank y'all for coming back. We appreciate the love. Definitely. Getting with us on IG, Facebook, yep. Twitter. We appreciate all that. Keep coming with your, t- your questions and your topics and your discussions and keep grinding this up if you got to. Yeah, because yeah. I'm going to keep grinding y'all up. I'm going to keep it going with you. I'm going to keep grinding y'all up. Brown is a pit bull on that social media. Hey, listen. I'm killing you from both sides. Most of the times you see keeping the C note respond, my man Brown is hitting you with some sauce. I, I try to get there, but I can't catch up. He's quick. He's hey, quick. listen, man. Listen, man. Hey, y'all say some to crazy it, stuff. I got y'all. But, you know, we live tonight. So, being as though we live tonight, our first topic we done went everywhere else. We did the safeties on defense. Mm-hmm. We did the cornerbacks on mm-hmm. defense. Now it's time for us to do our top five linebackers. So when we on live tonight, make sure y'all let us know yep. who you got. Top five linebackers that you've seen play ever. And who did we forget? Yeah, who did let, we leave off? Let us know because, you know, it's interesting. Um, So, you know, with that being said, Who's your top five, my guy? You know what's funny? To me, of all the categories that we did, offense or defense, this was probably the easiest one for me. Yeah, I, I kind of felt that way, too. It was, it was almost like you felt bad for picking who you picked because they, it just ran like a list, like it was a chart. You dig what I'm saying? So I'm going to start with my honorable mention, as I always do. Honorable mention goes to the man from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Derek Brooks. Ooh. Dude was so versatile. Facts. Big guy. But he was so fast. Smart. He ran the defense. He knew how to make the adjustments. He made a lot of players look a lot better than they were. I'm not going to say no specific name. But he was the anchor of that defense. So he's my honorable mention. That's a fact. Number five. My man, Junior Mmm. This man was a safety that hit like a defensive lineman. He was smart. He could move anywhere on the defense, get to the quarterback, get to the, the ball carrier, and get it done. He got his ring when he got to uh, New England. Yeah. So shout out to that. I was happy about that because growing up, he was one of my favorite players. Yeah. So Junior say I was my number five. Number four, Derek Thomas. Mm. Kansas City. When I tell you this dude... Literally is a sideline to sideline linebacker. It you might not find too many better, and he will get get you anywhere. Get interceptions, sack the quarterback, blitz, get the running back in the, up the hole. So, and captain on defense, you the man with the seal on your chest. You, I gotta rock with you. Yeah, he's a boy. Now this dude, I only caught his his last couple years, but I know of his stature. So I gotta go with Mike Singletary. Okay. Eighty-five Bear Boys. I caught the tail end when I started watching football, but I could still see the, the highlights of what he was. Right. So him still being at that status, I had to put him as my number three. Right. Number two, the man with the dance, Ray Lewis. Okay. Absolute animal. If yeah. you say the word animal at linebacker, it is Ray Lewis. He was like a gorilla. You know what I'm saying? Like, he run through the line. He got the quarterback scared as hell. He might fumble for no reason. 
You dig what I'm saying? That's a fact. Smart. Help Ed Reed become the guy he was because you couldn't throw it over the middle accurately because Ray's right there. Yeah, so and, 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 and he gave everybody on that team extra heart. Exactly. Pumped you up. Made the offense. He won a Super Bowl for a team that had no real offense except Jamal Lewis. Right. They had a few okay receivers and a quarterback that everybody forgets is Trent Dilfer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He made the defense score. So that's why he's my number two, man. Just an absolute animal. My number one, bro. I had I literally had nightmares about when I was a kid him killing Randall Cunningham. <laughs> I literally, I, you could ask my mother. And Ma, you're watching this. You know this is true. I used to literally have nightmares and tell her that Lawrence Taylor yeah. killed Randall Cunningham in my dream. <laughs> because this dude literally played every position on the defense. Yeah, he was a monster. Well, like, he could do anything. If I swear if they asked him to play quarterback, he could be a top five quarterback. Because he was athletic, he was smart. They designed an entire defensive scheme that other teams run to this day around Lawrence Taylor. Yep. He was the original Joker that they have now, the Joker linebacker that moves all over the field. That was him. Yeah. And he could get a sack from any of them spots. Quick. And he got bodies. He literally got bodies. Joe Theismann. He was yeah, he was sending jokers <laughs> out. <laughs> he ended his career, my guy. And this was hit quarterbacks. And man. You, do you understand the hits? He wouldn't just hit quarterbacks, he's throwing them. This, this dude was a nightmare, so he's number one on my list. My brother, to you. That, that's that's a very good list, actually, man. I want to give you a little bit of props, appreciate man. Appreciate you. Good I'm list. Appreciate now, the love. Um, Singletary, I'm the same way seeing him at the end of the year. So I, I mean, at the end of his career. So I kind of struggled. He just missed my top five in my mm. honorable mention. Oh. My honorable mention, and um. You just said it about somebody. I think you said it about Brooks. But my honorable mention does not get mentioned a lot. And I really struggled in not putting him in my top five. Cornelius Bennett. Ooh. Buffalo Bills. You know what I mean? Very Every, A lot of people forget. Everybody mentioned Bruce Smith when they mentioned those Buffalo teams that lost every year in the Super Bowl. But mm -hmm. Cornelius was on those teams, too, and he was wreaking just as much havoc as that? Bruce. Wow. So he's my honorable mention. And sometimes when I go back and watch that episode and I be like, damn, because I've been torn all day. Like, I, I, I've been torn about putting him in my top five, but... My honorable mention for right now. Number five, we actually had the number, the same number five. I'm going junior say out. Basically all the same reasons. You said um, he was definitely a monster. Even before he got the ring, he got his mm -hmm. team to an early Super Bowl. When you talk about um, teams that really didn't have good quarterbacks, mm -hmm. like junior say I was on a different level. Absolutely. My number four, um, Derek Brooks. Derrick Brooks got the Super Bowl ring. By the way, he made it to 11 Pro Bowls, uh, first team five times. Um, Derrick Brooks was a monster. And, um, again, who was his quarterback when he won the Super Bowl? Brad Johnson. <laughs> so, you, you know what I'm saying? So, 
he definitely was a monster. And one thing about Derrick Brooks that I want to say, um, he had over 1,200 tackles, and um, he only played eight seasons. And mm, damn near all these guys that's in our list are only about two, 300 tackles away from him. Mm. And he only paid eight seasons. So that just shows you that he's a monster. Mm -hmm. My number three is Ray Lewis. Mm. Um, all the things you said. Um, and also, um, just the all the stuff he overcame to win that Super Bowl. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Everything that he went through with the legal stuff. Mm -hmm. So, but other than that, like, Great football player, like I said, I've always like Ray give any defense heart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And when you see him jumping around, motivated, he just pump everybody else up, intimidator. Um, that's who I got. Number three, number two, Derek Thomas, mm -hmm. Kansas City Chiefs, and um, he went to nine Pro Bowls and had like a hundred and twenty six and a half. Sex. Um, the thing with him is, I think that he would either own or be right there with every major record if he wasn't, if he didn't lose his life so early. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So just that alone, like I remember, like he was, he was another dude that would would would, would crack you, sing you mm -hmm. out, like you know what I mean. And I'm talking about this is when the league was real. Um, he only played, I think, 10, 11 years. But what I'm saying is he, um, yeah, like he was, that guy was a monster. Uh, Bro, before, you, you, before you announced your number one, could you imagine the hit between him and Okoye in practice? Like, the, the that's, well, that's, that's what like, I was about to that? say. What I was about to say is, like, really, when, when, when he was the man, man, besides for Okoye, you don't really remember too many people on that Kansas City team. Right. Like, you know what I mean? He he was definitely He had some terrible quarterbacks. <laughs> he really did. He he was a monster, though. But um, number one, we got the same number one. Oof. LT, for all the reasons that you man. said. Um, the boogeyman. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> was a monster. Um, I think a lot of the stuff you see today like like you said he originated a lot of that stuff mm -hmm. so he was like a freak of athlete a freak of nature back then when you didn't really have too many freak of natures right. you know what i mean right. so to me lt was definitely my number one guy man that dude right there yeah, boy that's for sure the boogie man for real Listen, man, sometimes you just want to see his highlights just to see him crack people. Oh, like, yeah. I'm talking about this is when you can hit in the league. Like, I thought one time he literally killed somebody. Yeah. I, dude didn't move. I said, oh, he's dead. He was, he, dead. he dumped people on their neck and everything. Like, he was a monster. Bruh. All right, so listen, we're going to bring back a segment we did in a little while. What was better, the sample versus the original? Okay. All right, my first one. There's one that I didn't even think about until the other day. Montel Jordan, This Is How We Do It, versus Slick Rick's Children's Story. Ah, I'm going Slick Rick Children's wow. Story. And, and This Is How We Do It is a huge record. Huge. Huge, huge anthem, but that Slick Rick joint is like 
if, if you came up in the area, you know all the words, even if you don't yeah. want to know the words. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, to me, that joint, they both are classic songs and both yeah. got longevity, but being as though Slick Ricks was out long, I'm going there. I'm going to go with myself, Jordan, just because it has more of an impact on me. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, we used to party when we was young. 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th grade. You know, all, all that time, we used to go out and party. Right. You go out to a party, a lot of the times when we was young boys, dudes on one side, girls on the other. And there was always that one song that brought the whole party together. This is how we do it. That song was a banger. Everybody off the wall, we grind, we doing our thing now. That song's impact on a lot of us is major. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people in the younger generation have forgot about Children's Story. It doesn't get the respect it deserves. I feel like it's his second best song. Um, Mona Lisa's my shit. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go, this is how we do it. Next one. The Osley Brothers. Choosy Lover versus one of our favorite groups, Bone Thugs, Buddha Lover. Uh, I'm 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 going to Osley, bro. I'm I'm going to Osley. That one had to hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to and and that Buddha lovers was was Woo. one of my favorite joints, man. Bro, I'm going to Osley, brother. I can't go away from Bone Thugs, man. I can't do it. I can't tell you how many times we listened to Buddha Lover when we were kids on repeat, <laughs> like singing loud. So loud, my parents probably wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that song was so... It was all that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going Buddha Lover. Crazy. All right. This one was crazy when I thought I didn't even think about the sample. Tribe Called Quest, Benita Applebaum versus the Fugees, Killing Me Softly. Big shots on that one. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> La 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 la. la. Oh, I, ain't, I ain't have my tea. I give it to y'all. I'm going to food. My man was spitting the hard you know I mean? That's when El Boogie came out of HUD. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to kill me softly, man. man no disrespect. I, I I hate and, and we just we butt heads this time. You sometimes we agree on these. I got to go tribe called quest, man. I love tribe cards, man, but nah. But Nita Applebine is just like I feel like a baseline song for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like it laid the groundwork. You know what I mean? This, this is it, this, this is so this is not, to me. I can't touch it. That killing me softly though, bro. When it came listen, out, I man. remember I was like, bro, this song crazy. <laughs> you know what listen, I'm man. Everybody it's, has tried to hit that L boogie note where uh -huh. I had the answer. And Come at on, a party, man. yes, you you'll be at a party oh, and that's what playing. And everybody the DJ, if he's smart, he'll turn the music off and everybody's doing the note all out. And everybody <laughs> knew she was the most talented one. But Without once question. that song came out, Without it was question. like, oh, we gotta get her a solo. Oh, out. the misadventures of Lauren Hill. Oh my god. I can't tell you how many times I listen to that on repeat. The whole album. No skips. That's a one, that's a no skip album. You dig what I'm saying? Here we go. Legendary songs. Tupac, Dear Mama, The, uh, the Spinners, Sadie. 
Say the classic, but I'm going <laughs> yeah, Dear Mama, bro. man. Yeah, yeah. I'm going pop, man. I'm, Dear Mama I'm, is I'm, a hand. Bro, them songs are iconic, bro. Yeah, yeah, but I got to go pop, man. I got to go pop, man. Sadie, Sadie was crazy. So crazy. So, such a beautiful song. But the way Pop did it was so creatively beautiful. My man took a song that was hard as fuck and dedicated it to his mama. Like, and it was still hard as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still like a thug song to my mama. And it was some of the most honest shit. And if it's crazy, if we play it for our mothers, you know what I'm saying? If you play it for your mother, if y'all play it for y'all mothers, they feel the love from that song. And it's such a hard song. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, I got to go with you on that one, bro. Yeah. Here we go. Ice Cube. Good day. Versus the Isley Brothers. Footsteps in the dark. Ah. <laughs> Classy, bro. Classic, I got say, bro. Today was a good day. Mm. You mm. I'm going cute, man. Cube, wow. That cube song, that that now when you talk about meaning something like that cube song is like when I was just coming off the steps, getting in the stuff, and my uh -huh. my neighborhood was wild as ever. You know, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going cube, man. Right, I, I related to that song. And that song gave us the movie franchise Friday. The idea of that movie derived directly from that song, and they 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 stretched it out, and made it into a movie form. Oh yeah, one of the funniest movies of all time. Crazy, but I got to go. Footsteps in the dark. Got bro. Me. I am sorry. That is one of the smoothest songs. That's that's of a, all time. That's and if you man. try to get down with your lady, I'm putting on that footsteps in the dark. Yeah, but, but it's like you said before, <laughs> that's the only time you it. Now, you ain't gonna lie, but that, nah, that song, but that song is, is very iconic, and the way it's put together, man, the flows. It's like every time I hear Cube's, or Cube's version, I want to hear no, you in the Dark. I do, no, I'm being It's like, I want the I want that melody. No, that's how that's how it comes to me. So that's why I go footsteps in the dark. Man, what did what did he say? <laughs> he said last week, Mr. Ray got a triple deck. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, everybody was it, saying that. Get me on the court and I'm trouble. You know what I mean? Come on, man. It's a very iconic Come song, on, man. man. But this. It's something about that footsteps in the dark, and that's generational, bro. That yeah, but I'm back. saying that good day song you can listen to. It's for any mood, it's true. any occasion. It's true. Like you can, it's you know true. what I mean? So I'll it, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, but I'm still gonna go footsteps. All right. So you and your, you and the homies were talking about this, and yeah. I think it's interesting as hell because there's so many ways to look at this. This is a this is really an interesting. It's very controversial. This is an interesting. So this past season, we noted Stephen Curry. Uh, he accomplished a lot this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, the main question that a lot of people were saying is, uh, where does he rank all time on your point guard list? That's a very hard question. So I've had people that I've had personal conversations with me to say he's not even top 10. Ooh. I've even had somebody say to me that he's catapulted to the number one. Ooh. So 
You know what I mean? The question that I'm going to ask you, Tone, and I also want y'all to answer the question is, where do you rank Steph Curry all the time amongst point guards? Now, you know what's crazy? We've talked about this for hours. And our conversation kind of made me realize the answer to this question for people is going to be how you look at a point guard, whether you look at a traditional point guard or the new age scoring point guard. Right. It's going to break you down into what you, you the way you watch right. basketball. Right. I'm more of a traditional type point guard type guy. Right. I like him more as my facilitator. So to me, I feel like he's less of a facilitator than a, a John Stockton, a Chris Paul, a Isaiah right. Thompson. Thomas. But he scores better than all of them. So does that bring him bring him up? That's why I feel like this is such not a not even question. not 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 just he scores good better than most of those guys. What a lot of people doesn't know is Steph Curry averages six, seven rebounds a game for his career. He does. So he rebounds way better than those guys. He does. So um yeah, so I just want people to take that into account. He's not a traditional point guard, but traditional point guards don't usually grab rebounds neither. Yeah. So I mean, yes, that's a good point. One of the guys I have ahead of him does. Oh uh, C P three. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think he he he's in my opinion, the most complete point guard to ever play the game. Really? Yeah, I feel like dude can give you buckets when you need to. He can come up clutch. His only knock, in my opinion, is he's never gotten over the hump. And that's a big deal. That's but huge. as a player, as a player, I feel like there isn't a better point guard as a complete player standpoint. I put Stockton over him because Stockton has more accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? Stockton also played with so, more players. So, so, so where do you rank Steph, though? Steph is probably number four for me. Um, so He was six. So I moved Magic Johnson down. So who, who do you have in front of Steph? So in front of Steph, I have Isaiah Thomas at four. Okay. Or, or three. Um, I feel like... He not saying he won the Pistons the championship, but he was basically the trigger point for the offense. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Because you had a bunch of defensive minded, not role players, but players, excuse me, who weren't as adept in scoring. You dig what I'm saying? Lambert could get you a bucket underneath you. Well, Dumars could score. Dumars could score, but his, his, mind, his mind was defensive. The microwave, another dude that can get you buckets, but. The offense was run through Zeke. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he delivered on all fronts. You know what I'm saying? And he had some serious clutch moments. Like when he got hurt against the Knicks. And what was that? The Eastern Conference Finals? And when he came back. And he yeah. came right back in and scored like 12 points in like two minutes or something like that. While hurt. And then went on to win a championship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like to be the guy as the point guard. And he wasn't a big dude. He's like 5'10". You know what right. I'm saying? So... That's why he's ahead of Steph. My number two, like I said, Chris Paul is the most complete really? point guard. Like you got I said, Chris Paul ahead of Steph. I do, I do, just because of what he's already done without without others. Like, mm -hmm. I, like I, pe people underestimate what Draymond meant to that team, what Clay means to that team. These are both two way players who Draymond won't get you that many buckets, but Clay will get you buckets. You know what I'm saying? They also can change the game. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, I feel like that's why it knocks Steph down. Because, yes, yeah, Steph was the first option on that team. But you also had a 
very great option. Like they may be, they're considered maybe the two greatest shooters of all time. That's the fact. So if you got that together, you're already trumping anything that CP3 had. The best player CP3 had before now is probably who? Blake Griffin? Yeah, but I mean, to me, CP3, like, we've already had this debate. CP3 always gets hurt in the playoff. He does. He always disappears he does. when it really counts. So, to me, all that is a knock on CP3. Mm. I, I'm not going to hold you. He makes every team better. That mm -hmm. he does. Instantly. But, but he is always going to come a point in time where he's either going to get hurt or he's going to disappear in the playoffs. This is his history. And we'll see so, you, man. You know, we'll I don't know what the future holds, but you know what I mean? All I can go off of is, I don't know, man. But yeah. So who would you have? Where would you have stuff? Me personally, here's the thing. I, I, I only got two point guards. When I really looked at it, and I had Isaiah ahead of stuff, but when I really looked at it, like, um, Magic is my top guy. Oh, okay. Um, Oscar is my number two guy. Hmm. And then it was Isaiah, but now I, I the way I look at it is. But you wouldn't consider Oscar more of a scoring guard, like a score. Not, not he was a point guard or, or, or shooting guard. But he was a point guard. Hmm. I mean, it, he was a point guard. You know what I mean? So. I can only go off of him being a 6'5 point guard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, I would say him number two. Isaiah, I had Isaiah number three. But here's the thing. I want you to understand because what you just said about Draymond Green <clears throat> can get you some buckets. Yeah, he's not the best scorer. He can not, get you some buckets. Not, not at all. He's actually like the point forward. He yeah. takes... He does the passing that Steph Curry mm -hmm. doesn't do, and yeah. Curry does the scoring that he doesn't do. Right. Klay Thompson, definitely one of the greatest shooters of all time. This is true. But Chris Paul, to me, you know what I mean? I didn't put him on, 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 on that note just because Steph has three rings. That's this is first true. of all. That's true. Second of all, I know he got two of those rings with Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. This is something that I do know. But that first ring that Stephen Curry had, he won that, John, with him as the focal point where every night the, all, the defense is trying to shut him down. He's the number one guy. And Magic Johnson played with Showtime, Kareem. He played with Worthy. He played with Byron Scott. He played yep. with this person. He played with that person. Yep. Same thing with Oscar. Oscar played with uh, uh, Kareem. He played with uh, Dantley. So, what so starting to sound like you moving Steph to one. Oh, what I'm saying is oh, Steph Curry went to number three for me just basically on the strength that he's the first point guard that I can ever say that I've seen where he won that championship and he was the best player on the team. Like, hands now, down. when you said that to me earlier, I had never thought about it from that point. I can't name another point guard who was the focal point of an offense that won the championship. I can name you other point guards who not lead even teams well. Even if they was the focal point. Win. Even if they was the focal point. Like yeah. what I'm saying is Magic Johnson may have been the best player on the Lakers them year. That's debatable. But yeah. what I'm saying is 
He played with multiple other great players. Right. Isaiah, yeah. when you look at those Detroit teams, he played with multiple Iconic other defensive players. Same thing with Oscar Robinson. Like, mm -hmm. Steph didn't. Steph mm -hmm. didn't. Steph was the number one option on that team. And he had maybe the, arguably the second greatest shooter on that team, but nothing else really. Well, nothing played really. Well. Played defense well. No, but I'm saying nothing really. I mean, oh, you mean no other players? Were play there. is yeah. where, like, where that's stops. where I get you. You know, you had good Draymond is defense facilitate on the yeah. offense. Iguodala yeah. the same thing. But yeah. what I'm saying is, Clay is the only person that he had that it's when you really option, can put yeah. on buckets. Right. Other than yeah. that, you had to depend on dudes like Harrison Barnes and yeah. all of that, yeah. which they weren't. Those type guys. Yeah, they you never really saying? had a dominant big man. They always had like some athletic big men who couldn't score. So from you know from so from from, from a couple of our peoples, like my man Sko, he says he wouldn't even put Steph Curry in the top ten point guard list because uh, he says Steph Curry wasn't a traditional point guard. Wow. Now see, I can't knock him all the way down for that because you are a. Even if you just go by size, he's still the smallest player in the starting lineup. So, he's your point. If you go by who always sets up the offense, you can't really say he's your point. Draymond's more your point. He's a point forward. But he is the point person in your offense. Right. Like, when he does touch the ball first, and then he gives it to Draymond. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, he's still a point guard. No matter how well people try to spend it, he's still a point guard. And he's... Damn good at what he does. Right. And then we know Vito, he frequents the show. He frequents us IG all the time in the comments. Mm -hmm. Vito has told me on a personal level that after this past NBA season, Steph Curry has went to the greatest point guard of all time. Wow. Wow. And actually, wow. he Vito inspired this topic. Wow. Shout Be out to Vito for it, that. Yeah, because he, he told me that we wow. needed to do Number this topic. one, yeah. Vito. I... Gotta holler at you, Bob. Well, we, I gotta know why. Tonight, tonight, know why. tonight, Vito, you can tell everybody. Tell me, please, tonight please. on live, you can let us know why you say Steph Curry has went, has risen to number one on uh, your point guard list. Like, I understand he carried a really bad team this year. Young guys, not a good mix. He's got Andrew Wiggins, who, you know, you know what I mean? He's an okay player. I get it. But we still got to remember they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, you know they, that's important. They you know didn't make the playoffs, but they didn't. They they wasn't even supposed to be in a position True. to be he competing. He snapped for like twenty games. Not just not 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 just that he just snapped, but you got to realize that he missed most of the the previous season too. True. So half of the season, when people when he starts snapping, that was just him getting back into his form. That's a good point. You know what I mean? So, point. so, but that team was supposed to be horrible this year. Mm, you know what I mean? And, and and they ended up being good. But what I'm just saying, even on that note, like I don't know Vito's exact reasons, but when you really look at it from everywhere, greatest shooter of all time, mm -hmm. has three rings. Mm -hmm. One, he won as the man. Even though he didn't win finals MVP, he won one as the man. That's wild, yeah. That they gave that to Iguodala too. Like that was weird. Like, I, yeah, he. he and when you look at it ass. on another note, and he 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 transformed the whole game. The game that we're seeing right now, we're seeing it played 
with people shooting the way they are off the screens from yeah. seven feet by. Yeah. You know what I mean? This and and right now they're in a discussion to change the game because of him. They're literally about to have meetings to decide whether they should add a four port point line. Like I I don't want to I don't want to see that. that but, I don't want to see that. It just seems weird. Um, I don't know how you would do it on the court. I don't know if it would be this weird arc or a spot or whatever. It just don't feel like it's something that's necessary. Like, somebody said something some years back about raising the rim to 11 feet. Why? You know what I'm saying? What are we, what are we gaining by that? Now you're not only messing with layups and dunks, you're messing with jump shots too. Right. Leave it alone. But to, for them to be having that discussion about this man really raises his level of icon. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes him a bigger icon because... Now you have a chance to have an imprint on history. When they write a name and write a rule in a rule book, that's going to be because of you. You know right. what I'm saying? That is going to be the, a direct result of the way you played the game. And now you've made a bunch of young players. That's how they do. They learn the game from the outside in now. They right. ain't going in there messing with the trees no more. Right. We so, jacking. So, so I know some people may look at just traditional point guards and like for instance you may have a person like Stockton that owns the assist record, mm -hmm. owns the stills record, and he was a monster. But I yeah, gotta this put, close to winning the chip. I gotta put Steph over over people like that because mm -hmm. he has he has the jewelry. Right, That's just point blank period. The, it talks. The Marines they don't just sparkle, they talk, man. Let you know they say it right there. What? 2012 NBA champion, Golden State, well, with your name fit, on it. No, man. not 12. Well, I'm just like, saying, I'm just saying right, a year right, out right. there. But you know right. what I'm saying? It's got your name on it. So it's imprinted. It's telling people, I got that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And it don't have an MVP trophy to point at behind you. Because now it's like, and I did that. Hey, he got those. Too. That, so got that, those. That, that definitely raised his level. Of got icon, those. Man. You know what I mean? So again, and before we wrap this show up tonight, 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 we will be live. We want to know where does Steph Curry rank mm -hmm. all time on your point guard list? Who do we leave out in the linebackers? Like, who's your top five? Did we yes. leave somebody out? Are we yes. overhyping somebody? Even, even, even. Listen, listen. If 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 your linebackers have to do with Keekly and newer mm -hmm. guys. Let oh, us know. That was my honorable mention too, Luke. I like let it. let us yeah. let us know. Like you, your joint don't have to be. It can be based off of your time frame. That's right. So let us know tonight, man. Get at it. Get at us, man. And tell everybody. Tell man. everybody. We tell definitely everybody. appreciate y'all, man. We do, man. We keep we appreciate y'all coming coming back. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're available on all platforms. So check us out. Yep. I'm Tom. It's brown. We out there. Yeah.